Hello, wonderful listeners. Creating this platform is a labor of love influenced by my journey with stage three melanoma, which I was able to discover ways to improve my physical, mental, and spiritual health. Through this chapter, discovering a purpose to help individuals in a more direct way. By donating to Patreon, you're helping Wellness by Design Group to produce quality content, bring exciting guests, and improve the show. Your donations and contributions ensure that Wellness by Design Group can keep informative episodes coming and maintain a high standard we all love. We are all grateful for any and all that you do to help. Thank you. Today's an exciting day. I get to do a podcast with my wife. For those who don't know her, don't worry. For those who don't know her, um, she's been in my ear for over 20 years about many of these things. And it took me to, um, to the edge um, with a fight with cancer to really believe and understand the importance of these. And so I thought, why not bring her into this circle and let her have some conversation and talk about really today, our conversation is going to be about how as a family we've looked at toxicity in the world in terms of consumable products and how we've done our best to limit those on both where we are geographically, um, how we live in terms of urban versus rural and also financially. Um, because all of these have a financial burden and you know constraint, Impact, and so, yeah. yeah, and so we're going to talk about a little about. And again, we're not experts in this. This is about what we've seen, how we've found, and and look at things. And we thought it'd be a great idea just to kind of share some of that with you all, and maybe help shed shed some light on some of this for you all. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to welcome my wife, <laughs> Deidre. Deidre Moffitt. There you are. I exist. So today, um, one of the first topics we're going to talk about is personal hygiene mm-hmm. and those products. And I think it we talked about earlier, the root of that really came out of you working in, mm-hmm. you know, um, with Aveda mm-hmm. and what we knew about Aveda and even you as an educator of Aveda and understanding mm-hmm. what's being put into products mm-hmm. and their care for that. Yeah. And so I think that really, to some degree, started to set a stage for us mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yes. Very much so. You want to talk about Aveda a little bit? Yeah. Um, I've been a hairstylist in the hair industry since I was 19. And, um, so you don't want to say how many years that's been? 25 years right. this year, actually, right. yeah. Um, although, you know, no longer being in the salon, but for the majority of my career, I was in Aveda salons. And um, they especially in the beginning, were um, very much so about low toxicity, low um, chemicals in their products, um, even how they made their products with the wind energy. And they're um, in Minneapolis. They're on, what would you call it, Rob? Uh, Maybe. Their area that they're in. It's, headquarters. It, their headquarters. But um, what it's on, it's like a, um, you can't make the words. Anyways, but just how they make their product. They just, they are very true to their brand uh, in all facets. But, um, so yeah, just working with them really influenced me and my lifestyle, uh, especially in my 20s. I was very much into exercise, you know, I'd take that spin class for an hour and then I would do personal training for an hour afterwards. So it really had an impact on me in my 20s and um, us getting married, I think that had a lot to do with it too. Oh, who was that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I just really, it was a whole lifestyle shift, I think, around that time. And Aveda was really at the forefront of that. Um, so mm-hmm. understanding that we, you know, like I said, you were holding the flag up mm-hmm. many, many years ago mm-hmm. and I, I've been called a hippie many times, yeah, yeah. but 
but yeah. I've ignored, I ignored it for a long time mm-hmm. and, and verbally, mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't hiding it. I was vocal about it too, mm-hmm. but, uh, over the years, I, I feel like your voice has gotten louder, not because <laughs> it's louder, figuratively, literally, well, literally louder, yeah. but it got louder yeah. and I started paying more attention and realizing the value mm-hmm. of what you were trying to establish in our household. Mm-hmm. And I think it even got more important to me and even louder when after we had Drew mm-hmm. over seven years ago mm-hmm. and realizing that I want to make sure what my son is consuming both as uh, nutrition mm-hmm. to even content, mm-hmm. you know, go on and on and on yep. is paying attention to that. What does it look like? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Because I think I can look back at my history and growing up and in terms of just talk nutrition or, mm-hmm. you know, we can talk about personal hygiene because that's where we're at. There was no discussion about any of it. Mm-hmm. It was just consume mm-hmm. and buy this product. Mm-hmm. And if A, it was only, there's probably a few available probably at that time. Mm-hmm. And then B, it was a price point. And, and then the third one was just being uneducated about it mm-hmm. and just not knowing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the part too, that knowing is, is, both tremendously important, but it also, there's a fear to it Mm -hmm. um, that comes with it and realizing what's going on and how they're creating these products. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, I, you know, I went through that period when I got diagnosed, I felt the world was attacking me Mm -hmm. and that all these things were attacking my body, which was, you know, hard for me to fight um, because there's so much. Mm -hmm. And so I think, Again, educating ourselves is a good thing, but also it has its challenges mm-hmm. too. So let's talk about some personal hygiene products that we really pay attention to. Um, maybe the one is toothpaste mm-hmm. and really looking at that. So you want to discuss how you got to where you are with your toothpaste <laughs> with my toothpaste selections? I know. I'll go so far back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's another product. But um, the low fluoride or no fluoride. Um, just things that I've read and heard over the years, um, how, especially in our water, you know, there's yeah. fluoride in our water. Right. And um, and so we are just constantly attacked from every angle about uh, with different chemicals. And, you know, some of those chemicals are trying to combat things that could harm us. But at the same time, in high levels and high doses of them, they can be very toxic to our bodies. And, so let's talk about yeah. fluoride. Fluoride. Because mm-hmm. typically people look at fluoride as a positive it's thing. It's a good thing. Like yeah. we need to buy this because it has fluoride mm-hmm. in it versus the opposite. Yes. And even to that point where it's such a word that shows up in advertising mm-hmm. and all as over. As a positive thing. As a positive. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and people don't even realize what it is. Mm-hmm. And they just hear the word. So yeah. they assume it's good. Yes. So what about fluoride? What did you hear recently? But it was dementia, so it was linked to dementia. I think it was dementia, and also mm-hmm. lower IQ. They mm-hmm. they did mm-hmm. studies in in areas mm-hmm. across the United States with this was with water mm-hmm. with high fluoride. Yeah, that those areas typically had a lower IQ. Interesting. Um, that I didn't know. Not mm-hmm. I don't know to what degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't tremendous, but there was a an impact. Mm-hmm. And um, so those two. Again, especially as we age, um, you know, all these components are important to us. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to add things to our bodies that make it harder harder to age. Mm-hmm. We need to do things or increase that aging, yeah. increase mm-hmm. aging faster, mm-hmm. more intensely. Mm-hmm. And so it's the opposite. We need to do things to help lower that mm-hmm. impact mm-hmm. and actually create a better system for our body to mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, I learned uh, many years ago that what we do in our forties means so much mm-hmm. to our sixties. Mm-hmm. And so that, I've had that in my back of my mind for a long time. I wasn't always paying attention to it. I'm paying a lot more attention to it today in my late forties, which I'm glad that at least it showed up. Mm-hmm. Something at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm grateful for that. So yeah, fluoride. And then you, you and I have a little bit of difference in terms of product names or brands. And then, you know, you like the charcoal toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I, more just for whitening, really. Yeah. It's its ability for whitening. And um, 
it charcoal draws in things, so charcoal is good to take orally anyways because right. it helps take the um, heavy metals. Heavy metals, yeah. Yeah, it draws in heavy metals. So, yeah, it's a, it's a product that draws out things, and and then you right. get rid of it through yeah. your saliva. But um, yeah, I think it's mainly for it's a a natural way to whiten your teeth. I mean, you're not going to have the day glow white yeah. wood that you would right. get maybe from right. other products, but it's more of a natural whitening look, yeah. But, I mean, there's charcoal. You can use charcoal in your armpits, Yeah, you know, to help get rid of, to, to de- detox your armpits. So right. it's just a great detoxifying agent. While we're in the armpit world. <laughs> uh, Welcome to the pit. Look, deodorant. Deodorant. And that's another one. Mm-hmm. Rob was ignorant. Mm. Going down a path for his whole with the life. Uh, aluminum, is that yeah? yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you know, using the typical products, mm-hmm. um, and then realizing that the toxicity of that, mm-hmm. especially and, with your lymph nodes and, and your some of my lymph nodes, mm-hmm. and you know, who knows? You know, again, I there's no way to know, mm-hmm. but there's also a part of me that believes that some of these things might have um, had a factor into my diagnosis, mm. and that. Um, both in toxicity of what we consume and use mm-hmm. to stress mm-hmm. um, our daily lives and what we're, mm-hmm. you know, environment. Yeah. And I, so I, I think that's why I wanted to talk about this today because it's not one facet yes. to our health and mm-hmm. wellness. It's all these various components. It's a, it's a spoke on, you know, spokes mm-hmm. on a wheel. And you really need to look at all those spokes. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like you have to, you know, to be honest with you, go full bore in all these spokes but mm-hmm. if you do adjust them a little bit you start to see the benefits yes and then you can adjust them more mm-hmm. and again we're we all have different wheels mm-hmm. and they're built differently and but again i think all these things really are important and just you know the fact of putting aluminum in our armpits mm-hmm. it just sounds odd mm-hmm. it sounds foreign yeah when you say it out loud huh like why, yeah, why yeah, are we yeah. doing that I mean, <laughs> do you remember that, do? that product line i repped for mop yeah. The modern organic products. Yeah. Everything's made with fruit and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was going through the training for that, one thing that they said that stuck with me was stress plus diet equals disease. Yeah. Or it can lead to disease. Yeah. So it's, yeah, nutrient deficiencies with high stress equals disease or illness. Yeah. So that's kind of something I've always stuck in my brain. And then there's the, go back to, you know, yeah. we talked about a beta. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, we typically as a household, you know, by not by choice or just, yeah, it's by choice, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just kind of a brand. We use a beta. Mm-hmm. And then there's soap mm-hmm. in general. And you're sourcing soap mm-hmm. from a different source. Mm-hmm. And where is that? Um, the refill store. Excuse me from. Yeah. say it, Eco now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I source it from them. They use different product lines, but they are very careful about what they choose to carry in their store because um, they do know that it washes down through the drain and it becomes part of our ocean. So she, they want to be good stewards of the environment. And so what we use on our body is essentially going to go into the environment through our water. So it's a low suds. Right, which low I, sulfates. Yeah. yeah, I know you were fighting the low suds for a minute. Yeah, it's yeah. not sudsing up, but yeah. it's not supposed to suds right. up. You know, that's as chemicals essentially right. that creates the lather. So we want a low foaming, low sudsing products. But I'm trying to think: is there any other personal hygiene products that we pay attention to? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I just think in general, we look mm-hmm. at it pretty carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely pay attention now to a lot more than what's in the different products. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then do a little bit of research. Yeah. It doesn't take mm-hmm. much. And then, you know, and then new products come on, the, on you know, on the landscape all the time. And then mm-hmm. understanding, is their story real? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes that's really hard to discern. But, yeah. you know, really looking into that a little bit more. Rather than just being on the bandwagon. Yeah, there's not too much right now in in terms of personal hygiene that I felt like something showed up that was, oh, what's this? Um, You know, Mm -hmm. it's pretty basic. Yeah. But I think especially for me, the the three big are the deodorant, the toothpaste, Mm -hmm. and the soap. And there's always an adjustment period when you go from 
using something that's high toxicity to low toxicity. Like, you know, especially deodorant, there's no antiperspirant factor in a natural deodorant. I mean, they do put some baking soda in sometimes, but, um, or arrowroot powder. But, like, I'm a sweaty girl, you know? And so, like, having that, I mean, it really is. It's, it's something that you have to consider, you know, that that's, this being part of this lifestyle, there are going to make some adjustments to sure. how you, yeah, you know. There's it's value. not going to be the same, no. you know, no. yeah. Because if it was yeah. the same, I think more mm-hmm. people would use it. Then that's the thing, too. Like, our bodies are meant to sweat. That's our detoxifying agency. So you're keeping your armpits from sweating is not a good thing. You need to have that sweat because that's your detox. Yeah, I almost envision yeah. it as like, mm-hmm. a, it's like a, a mortar that you're putting in your pores mm-hmm. that's not allowing it's clogging it, it up. That's yeah. clogging mm-hmm. it up and then not allowing. And then yes. That's, those toxic, toxins have to go somewhere. They have to go somewhere. And so where they go, they can mm-hmm. turn up in skin challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, you go on and on and yeah. on. And, and your body will let you know. Yeah. You know, it might show up in somewhere else. Like in your case, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It gets pushed out somewhere else. But your body definitely will speak to you and let you know when it has an imbalance. Somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to the soap world. We mm-hmm. also, as a household, pay attention to the soaps that we use to clean Yes. Both our dishes, our clothes, mm-hmm. and you know, households. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When we clean the bathrooms mm-hmm. and the floors and things like yeah. that. And so you're you're still looking at that as you know we're paying attention to low toxicity, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that stuff is still coming out of the refill store. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And you know, for the most part, they all do the same. You know, but, what do you mean? Well, they mm-hmm. they. they like you, it takes a bit of an adjustment. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, even mm-hmm. in those products. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important. Again, it's how do we clean things? It doesn't need to mm-hmm. be uh, bleach everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's times for those and mm-hmm. a place for that, but it's not an every, you know, everyday product. Yes. Yeah. And over time, I feel like I've become more sensitive when I do smell bleach. It's very potent. You just kind of, again, that adjustment, You, I've adjusted to things that don't have fragrance in them, you yeah. know, like the laundry. We use think fragrance-free laundry. And so if I get something from consignment or something that's been washed in well, even a, that, a chemical, you, it's very, if you feel it, you even in public. feel it. You, yeah, even in public. Even in public, yes. you can tell. It's like, whoa. Well, yeah. You it hits very you. sensitive to it. Hits it hits you like a brick wall mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Especially like the dryer sheets. And, yes. I mean, that stuff's like, wow. Yeah. And so, you know, just even that, um, you know, how we're, we're ingesting that through our nostrils Mm -hmm. and what is that doing? Yeah. Or in our skin, wearing that, our skin is our biggest organ. So that's the bigger point is Mm -hmm. we're wearing it. Mm -hmm. And again, you're right. Our Mm -hmm. skin is one of our biggest Mm -hmm. organs. And so those things, again, it's not like tomorrow you're going to wake up and your arms falling off, but you know, over time, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure it's doing something to us. Absolutely, we're just we're being attacked at many different levels. Yeah, you know, and that's just one of them. And it could be even again, we're not experts in this, but just Mm -hmm. you know, understanding a little bit, we do is that if it weakens us a little bit in one spot, Mm -hmm. something else stronger comes in and is able to attack. Mm -hmm. You know, and so again, just even bringing those things in and having those around us can do some level of weakening, whether it's our immune systems Mm -hmm. or any other kind of systems mm-hmm. in our body that allow something else stronger to come in and, yes. and actually do some damage. Mm-hmm. Or endocrine. And, right. Yeah. So many. I mean, it's, it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, again, I'm grateful that we do pay attention to it. Um, it can be challenging sometimes because it's not always the easy button, mm-hmm. but it, it's meaningful mm-hmm. and it's meaningful okay. for our family. And I think that thing to stress about all this today too, is that, Growing up, we weren't taught these things. No. Mm-mm. It wasn't part of our household. It wasn't part of our culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the biggest part. It wasn't part of our culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't part of the era. And so we've had to learn these things over time mm-hmm. and understand the value of it. But now you and I get to change that course. Mm-hmm. We get to teach our son mm-hmm. the value of these things. And my hope is that he 
not only takes it and learns it and does it, but he learns more beyond us yeah. and keeps carrying that torch, Absolutely. whatever that torch looks like. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's important too, because um, again, it's great for us, but why not carry that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that is mm-hmm. further. Right. Well, let's talk about a couple other things. And I think the, one of the bigger ones that topic wise is food mm-hmm. and how, and how we source food and what that looks like. And, you know, I always joked, again, we've, we've adapted and, and evolved over years. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I have been around each other for almost 23 years. Mm-hmm. And in that time, I can kind of play back the tape and I can see the, the changes and the, mm. and, and how we've evolved, okay. not how, but when we've evolved okay. and even specifically, even with you, mm-hmm. I mean, you've evolved. And, and even you her- carrying this torch, your torch has changed mm. because you've learned, mm-hmm. you've educated yourself, you've, you know, more information's available to us. Yeah. And I think that's the other part is more information's available. Again, we have to discern that information, make sure that's correct. Mm-hmm. Because even though we all know that um, we really got to pay attention mm-hmm. to the sources. But, you know, even saying that... Um, I used to laugh because in the early days you started going to multiple grocery stores. Yes. And it drove me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd go to Trader Joe's for this. You'd go to, uh, you know, Mother's, Mother's Market for this. Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market for that. It used to be Henry's, which is now Sprouts. Right. And yeah. Sprouts. Yeah. And, and uh, there's probably one other one flying in there. Sure. So sure. And it used to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't you just go to one place to eat? <laughs> Once a week. Once a one week. Place. Yeah, yeah. One place. One place. And, and again, I understand mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, an old dog can learn new tricks. <laughs> it's a win. Uh, it's a win. And I understand it. But mm-hmm. we've changed that even today. We still do multiple yeah. yes. sourcing of mm-hmm. where we go. Um, but we're looking at it differently even today, I think, mm-hmm. in that sense of um, paying attention. You know, let's just talk about meat right now mm-hmm. and we really pay attention to where that meat's coming from mm-hmm. and making sure that you know minimize the hormones and and go on and on and on what's being put into meat mm-hmm. and i think that's important so right now typically you're sourcing meat in a couple of venues mm-hmm. you want to talk about that a little yeah. bit yeah um one is a from a farm up north greenville i believe it is like in the sierras um, they're all grass fed and finished and yada, yada, but, um, it's, they're at the farmer's market. So I buy them from the farmer's market as a pickup point and they have boar, they have bison and even that, you know, kind of straying from the domestic meat, domesticated meats. Cause you learn about that industry and right. how those are raised. And, um, so kind of veering more into the wild game. Which is, uh, yeah. again, the nutrients in a wild game mm-hmm. versus your typical, you know, beef mm-hmm. is, is so much more um, vibrant yes. in terms of vitamins and minerals mm-hmm. and, and things that we eat yeah. as consuming that um, gain. Mm-hmm. And organ meats. Organ you meats, know, yeah. trying to get some more organ meats into our diet, um, whether it's through food or through capsules or whatever it is and whatnot and we're lucky but, yeah. being here mm-hmm. because we have the farmer's market somewhere every day of the week mm-hmm. and so if you're not able to get to where you wanted to go where you normally go on thursdays mm-hmm. or whatever day yeah you're able to go to another one the following day doesn't mean yes. that all the vendors are there yeah but it's nice that again we talked about geographic location is mm-hmm. that we have that opportunity here it's not everywhere yeah it's true and well you being from ohio you, you would know that but yeah, it, it, I mean, even talking about the water, going back to the water, our soil has changed, our water has changed, our air has changed, so the quality of the meat is going to change because of that, because that's what cows eat. And so um, things aren't quite as nutrient-rich as they would like them to be, um, but we try to get the best that's available to us, you know. Yeah, and so, then we, we were yeah. talking even today about sourcing, you know, order you know, ordering and being yes. part of some sort of order service for, you know, meat and really understanding what that group does mm-hmm. and how they finish the meat and where it's being raised mm-hmm. and understand it, I think is something to look at. 
you know, again, there's a price point mm-hmm. and we're paying attention to that, but it's important. And then, you know, we're grateful that your aunt also mm-hmm. raises certain couple um, yeah. things that we were able to consume and have. And so she, her pigs or cooney coonies mm-hmm. and, and then she's even done, you know, cows and yeah. Yeah, beef. And yeah. um, so we, we have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, we also live in an area where chickens are allowed. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of, you know, we know quite a few people with chickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone raising meat birds. And now. We have, yeah. We have someone mm-hmm. raising meat birds. And so it, it feels like there is this, awakening mm-hmm. around us and mm-hmm. more people are starting to pay attention to this absolutely and again we're grateful that we're in a place that we have mm-hmm. access to that and yeah. that's not the case always mm-hmm. i think there's yeah. always access is just again it's a price point and and affordability yeah unfortunately yeah and i think that's and the and thing a, yeah that's and the thing that's challenging with all this is affordability mm-hmm. but i also look at fast food isn't cheap anymore true I mean, yeah. you can't well, you can't get a cheap meal anymore. Yes. I mean, look at mm-hmm. you know we were I always crack up because when we get Vietnamese and we get pho and that's supposed to be street food and cheap mm-hmm. food and it's fourteen dollars for a bowl. Of yeah, soup. I think for the three of us and we have a seven year old, mind yeah. you, yeah. it was like fifty something dollars. Yeah, for yeah. Vietnamese and that's supposed yeah. to be a you know reasonably yeah. mm-hmm. cheap you know meal. Mm-hmm. And so there is no real cheap anymore. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, if you're going to spend that money, look at the options and mm-hmm. maybe, you know, it's a buck or something more mm-hmm. or it's not. Yeah. And I think that's the thing too, is we found that certain things, it's like, really, it's not that much more. Yeah. Well, and just thinking long-term too, uh, health, of how it affects you and your health, you know, eating out, the quality right. isn't. Yeah, not we have no idea. When we don't know what they're yeah. using for oils that, and, yeah. you know. But even that, we've paid attention to Sometimes it used to, I mean, mm-hmm. when we did go out to dinner mm-hmm. more, we, we paid attention a little bit. We typically knew someone or some, mm-hmm. you know, person that knew the chef mm-hmm. and understand where they're sourcing food. And, and we've seen these chefs out, you know, at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's important. Um, and then, you know, paying attention to fish and mm-hmm. where it comes from and, and no. the raw dairy, getting raw dairy, right. which, you know, is, is well, but in California, it's allowed, but not others. Some other states are not allowed to sell it. What's so amazing to me about raw dairy is that how, you know, they talk about people that would consume raw dairy actually um, it minimizes the lactose intolerance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that it basically, there's no effect of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty interesting Mm -hmm. you know yeah but back to the meat too is you know paying attention where it comes um you know and also there's there's people out there that are putting in the work and Mm -hmm. going fishing and hunting yes that that was my my you know so there's that there's that opportunity too out there Mm -hmm. and just because you're not a hunter or fisher fisherman Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you you might not be able to find someone that because usually they want to they want to share that Mm-hmm. with people yeah um there's some that you know they literally do it for their families if they have a large family mm-hmm. i know people that go out and that you know they're they're hunting for their family mm-hmm. for the year yeah. but then there's others that do it and they they really can't consume it all mm-hmm. and so they like to share it mm-hmm. and so there's that opportunity to out there. story there's a story behind it there's yeah. A, it's a, yeah it's a whole thing and, and supporting these smaller farms these smaller venues I like that as well. Um, it just feels a little bit more of a controlled environment, and I appreciate that too. I like to to support the smaller local farms. Yeah, and again, it takes time, but I do value also. There's um just the actual consuming of these products, mm-hmm. these you know meats and things that we get at the farmers market. They ultimately taste better. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's just more flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I crack up about I can't eat bacon anywhere else but this house <laughs> because the bacon we get is yes, unreal. Un, yeah, <laughs> it is. It I is. mean, those are some fantastic pigs mm-hmm. because You're living well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that, that bacon is just unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, even our turkey this year. Yeah, we sourced the turkey out of 
Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a weird place for turkeys. But anyway, um, you know, again, we're paying attention to where these, mm-hmm. you know, all these different varieties of food. How they're raised, where they're raised. Yeah, I think also, you know, to that point is that all of this is really limiting our opportunity to package food. Mm-hmm. And we know that how you talk about toxicity mm-hmm. and packaged food is the worst we can be consuming mm-hmm. in our entire, I'll call it food source. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I really just took a snapshot of it, I mean, I might say it's like 80% of our food is packaged. Mm-hmm. If you go out and cons- to a store, Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When you think about that the store. aisles, yeah, yeah. I mean, how yeah. much of that? Yes, the store is like, packaged versus. It might even be yeah. more. It might even be more. Because the only stuff that's not truly packaged mm-hmm. is the meat department. Or fruit and fruit and veg. And fruit and, and vegetables. Veg, yeah. yeah, that's true. So, it, yeah. I mean, it, it could be higher. Yeah. But, but it's a lot. It's true. Yeah, if you really take a snapshot of it. Absolutely. And I think having, again, going back to our son, is having conversations with him you know, um, as we walk down these aisles and something will catch his eye. And, ha- and those are opportunities to have conversations of, you know, that's a snack or that's a treat, you know, and differentiating between a snack and a treat because everything just that tastes good. You know, I, I, I want to eat it all the time, you know, and that's, there's some things that you can have more often than others. And those are treats that are yeah. less often. And so, um, yeah, I love having those conversations going up and down the aisles because there's a lot. The grocery store gives you a lot to talk about. It does. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then going to other markets, you know, Asian markets, and you know, even those conversations that come up, and being able to introduce him to different foods and yeah, he has no problem of of trying new things. No, and he so doesn't. It's, it's more about um, mm-hmm. limiting opportunity mm-hmm. on sugar and things like that mm-hmm. which, and that's another thing too is you know we're again talking about how we've evolved and changed mm-hmm. and you know we were consuming things throughout the years um on a quite a often you know repetitive base mm-hmm. that were not good for us yeah i mean i my simple one i could think back about a lot of the i consumed a lot of this ranch dressing ranch dressing what was Rob without his ranch dressing? Yeah, that was like the Midwest just seeping out my pores. <laughs> it and, and yeah. You're a saucy guy. You liked a lot of sauces. Like, yeah. I'm going to eat that what sauce can I have with it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is, yeah. You almost have a whole fridge in the garage. Just, <laughs> the door. The door is almost like. That's all hot sauce Rob's sauces. Hot sauce now. <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah, the ranch dressing. Even mixing it with something to. With some salsa to make it more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. It, mm-hmm. Again, we've we've learned and adapted. And mm-hmm. I guess the other thing, too, is just giving ourselves grace mm-hmm. that, you know, we could beat ourselves up for eating these things or buying yeah. these things. And, you know, but at the end of the day, it's what did we learn? How mm-hmm. do we move forward? Well, and, and I think that's part of it, too, wasn't letting it go entirely. Some of it was how can we make that ourselves? And, yeah. and knowing the ingredients that are going into it and still have a similar flavor profile. Well, and sometimes I think exact, we actually made it better. But yeah, yeah. Like we make our own barbecue sauce now, you know, we know what's in it versus, because, yeah, if you read ingredients and things, it can be quite frightening what's in there. And we're, we're Franken foods. We've always been careful recently with, you know, in terms of, uh, carbohydrates in terms of breads mm-hmm. and things. I was going to say, yeah, the sourdough. Sourdough has been a big thing the last few years. And so you you really took that on. And, you know, we have sourdough bread. We have sourdough pancakes. <laughs> we have sourdough. Cookies. Cookies. Yeah. Brownies. Scones. Brownies. I love sourdough brownies. Yeah, well, we're not having those anymore. But anyway. Well, one day. One um, day. Yeah. So it, it became something that, again, learning from it, mm-hmm. creating it, and then using it in the house. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing, too, is we, as we learn things, we go, how can we use this? Yes. And are we using it to its best mm-hmm. ability? Or does it also have other things that can help with or do? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like even, you know, um, when, you know, we keep the bones mm-hmm. from our meat mm-hmm. and you, you do bone broth. Yeah. 
And so we have our own bone broth that's used for base mm -hmm. for so many things that we cook here. Yeah. yeah. You know, which again, that is something, it, it, it takes a little bit of time, mm -hmm. it takes a little bit of effort, but I mm -hmm. believe that the results are worth it. Yeah. Not just because of it tastes good. Yes. It's, food is our medicine, essentially, you know, and so that's really how I look at it. And this is a long-term thing. You know, these little extra efforts will have long-term benefits. Yeah, and, and, mm -hmm. it, and go the other way, too. I mean, we can yeah. consume things slowly over time mm -hmm. that have a bad effect on us yeah, long-term. Mm -hmm. And I question, you know, are some of those going to show up later in my life mm -hmm. or not? Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think we're doing so much. You know, I don't, I don't feel it's overwhelming, but mm -hmm. we've changed how we live our daily lives mm -hmm. tremendously over yeah. time. We didn't just wake up one day and change. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing for people to understand is that all these things we're talking about is not something we decided one night mm -hmm. on Sunday conversation and then the next day we did it. Mm -hmm. This is over 20-something years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we've learned and we've made mistakes, and but we're continually learning. I, th I believe that will always make changes. What's that? <laughs> what was the mistake? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, and then in the same vein is um, our fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. you know, getting from a farmer's market. Mm -hmm. That's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we would love to have our own mm -hmm. ability to grow more. Mm -hmm. And we've always looked at that and we're going to consider, keep looking at that and how we can achieve some of that. Mm -hmm. um, we're limited in terms of horizontal space, space. Yeah. maybe there's ways we can look at it vertically and just what are the systems i mean i was looking at the hydroponic and mm -hmm. all those various systems and i still want to figure that out mm -hmm. but again how do we produce something in our own mm -hmm. um, both you know also i mean there's the the nutrition part of it but there's also the availability mm -hmm. i mean we went through that during covid where things were not available mm -hmm. and people realized Oh no. Yeah. Our food sources are going to be cut. Yeah. And but so, I mean, that was the nice thing about knowing the farmers. They would text me, say, I'm going to be at this parking lot at such and such time, at such and such day. So that's the one benefit, again, of eating locally um, and knowing the farmers personally. That was a huge advantage to us, especially at that time. And then, and, get, mm -hmm. and then being where we are. Geographically, mm -hmm. yes. we have mm -hmm. friends and neighbors, mm -hmm. you know, fruit trees and yes. other products yeah. that they share mm -hmm. and we share back. Yeah. And so that's always good too. I mean, mm -hmm. I've always liked that mm -hmm. opportunity to, you know, share with our neighbors and also, you know, I think it builds community Yeah, as part of, you know, and food is, is definitely a community. Yeah, 100%. And so it, mm -hmm. it's really nice to um, be able to share those products with mm -hmm. them and, and then uh, vice versa. Yeah, and then you know we learn from our neighbors and mm -hmm. you know growing these things and have conversation. Yeah. So again, there's that opportunity both in how we source our food and and how we create it or or grow it ourselves, and having those conversations with people in our community and learn what they've done, mm -hmm. and also you know where they've had challenges and mm -hmm. you know I don't want to make the same mistakes as someone else if I can avoid it. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, or yeah. minimize the challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, and if I can get to a better product quicker mm -hmm. because they were able to teach me, I know I still believe there's value in making the mistakes because that's mm -hmm. where we really learn. Mm -hmm. But again, um, how does that keep going? The, the one thing I want to jump back at real quick is also just a topic as we were talking about personal hygiene. The one mm -hmm. we didn't talk about was sunscreen. Mm -hmm. And you and I differ a little bit. Oh, well, we way. do. <laughs> and we do. And yeah. You know, and. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have a little bit of PTSD with it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, I've, I've had, you know, the wonderful Caucasian, very white-skinned male. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very sensitive to the sun over my lifetime. And I first of all, I wasn't probably good at sunscreen. I actually know I wasn't good at sunscreen mm -hmm. growing up. There was no such thing as it. You didn't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. And then going through, I'll just call the last 10 Ten-year window. Ten-year, okay. Yeah. And from all the mountain biking, and, you know, I, I would have both the lotion and the spray. Mm-hmm. And again, 
I'm not putting it out there as a, a must or absolutely happen, but there's part of me wonders, again, what was that product doing mm-hmm. to me? And so even the sunscreen I do use now, yeah. I'm careful about it. Yes. And I look at the products, I'm paying attention to it. It's more of a mineral-based. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, again, I'm having to order it, and it's not on the shelves mm-hmm. at Target, unfortunately, like everyone wants, but it's available. Mm-hmm. And again, there's nothing to pro- that I can prove that this is why I got what I got mm-hmm. on my skin. I mean, mm-hmm. even my ear, the back of my ear before, mm-hmm. um, I just wonder. Mm-hmm. You know. I know. I've always thought that. I never wanted to say it out loud, but yeah, that those it's essentially just chemicals, you know, putting on your skin. And um, and I know there's a, a lot of schools, of of different schools of thought yeah. out there with this, and it, you know, I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. you know it but can I be a little bit even, of controversy, but yeah, but yeah. I even think the foods that we eat when it's our bodies become little petri dishes, and so when the sun hits our bodies, if you have a lot of eat a lot of pufas or polyunsaturated fats, you're essentially like cooking the inside with toxicity when the sun hits you. And so I think your body and your response to the sun differently based on the foods that you eat. And that can be positive or a negative response. Yeah. So it's, it all plays together. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't separate one without the other. No. You know what I mean? You can't have one without the other. So, but yeah, there's ways to eradicate that negative impact on our body by what we eat. And so sunscreen can be a part of that, but it's not going to be everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's a, it's a tough subject because, you know, the sun, unfortunately is getting stronger, mm-hmm. you know, every day. And, you know, we just have to look at it. And again, mm-hmm. I think it's, this is a, personal um, review because mm-hmm. you have to look at it in terms of you as a person, mm-hmm. your skin type, yeah. your nationality, your family history, go on and on that, yeah. that can play effect, you know, play yeah. some effect, you know, yeah. play into that. Mm-hmm. And you just need to look at all those things. Yeah. I bet but we do need sun, you know, we, we do. need to have our skin, yes. bare skin, touch this, have the sun touch it. Mm-hmm. And that is important for our vitamin D levels. And, right. you know, we can't always walk around with sunscreen blocking out the sun, thinking everything about it's bad because, I mean, there really is no life without the sun. And that includes for ourselves as well. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. it's limiting the exposure. Yes. The, the amount of exposure. Mm-hmm. It's Exposure is, is positive. Mm-hmm. It's the amount of it mm-hmm. that we have to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah. Various individuals who have more exposure than others. Yes. You know, two yeah. minutes or, you know, three hours. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think it, it really have to look at that. Mm-hmm. So back to where we were mm-hmm. on the food side, you know, fruits and vegetables, we really pay attention mm-hmm. to. And seasonal, eating seasonally. Yeah. That's a huge one. You know, there's a reason why we're in winter and oranges are available because... That's what we need. It's cold and flu season. So we need that extra vitamin C versus in the summertime. Now you have cucumbers and watermelon because it's hot. Hydration. It's hydration for our body. So paying attention to what season, because where we live, again, everything's available to us all the time. But it doesn't necessarily, we're getting the most out of it. And then if you read an apple or mostly like a bell pepper, (laughs) bell pepper is like, oh, it's all the way coming from all the way from Israel. You know, is that really going to have the biggest impact on our bodies positively because it's traveled such a long way? And how do they, um, what do they use to um, preserve it as it travels to it? You know, so really thinking those things in mind too. So getting the highest nutrient content that we can from our food by using seasonally and going to shopping the farmer's market helps with that yeah because you understand and the, in your region. where that food's mm-hmm. specifically coming from mm-hmm. and you've over the years have gained a relationship with these individuals so you you know you have conversations and can you get to learn more about their operation and mm-hmm. you know even their own challenges mm-hmm. you know because they have, definitely have challenges mm-hmm. um trying to produce that yeah and, um, and they have demand you know there are those people that want cucumbers in winter you know and as that's your business 
you know, how can I produce cucumbers in winter? You know, maybe it's a greenhouse or maybe it's, you know. So, yeah, trying to run your business. That's essentially, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Sticking in that and more about nutrients is also water. Mm. And, you know, we talk about fluoride Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we were um, grateful enough to be able to get a a reverse osmosis system Mm -hmm. a few years back. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many filters are under there. Mm -hmm. Quite a few. As many as I can get. As many as you can get. And then, but understanding that we're stripping away a lot Mm -hmm. and that we need to bring stuff back. Yes. And that's why we're pretty active in electrolytes, using Mm -hmm. electrolytes. Electrolytes, Celtic sea salt, yeah, mm -hmm. remineralizing. Right. Yeah. So, again, it's not a Mm fix-all. You still have to pay attention Mm -hmm. and look at that. And I'm glad that we have that opportunity to use that Mm -hmm. um, because, again, we don't know everything that's in our water. Yeah. We have no control. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think there's a way that we could see on anywhere what is actually put in our water. Yeah. Well, the... You can to a certain extent online, but um, but yeah, now not everyone's using chlorine. Now there's is it chloride or chlor chloramine or something like that. So if you use a filter to filter out chlorine, it won't filter out the chloramine. So now you have to separate this filter. You know, so you need to know what's in your water so you can get the filter that you need to get rid of it, essentially. But um, yeah, they. You, I mean, there's lead, asbestos. It's it's nasty stuff, you know. And we're putting again on our skin, on our kids' skin, you know, um, and our just in our bodies. And I just don't think there's as much awareness awareness of that yeah. out there, you know. And you know, water is something we should be consuming mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah, I mean, hydrating our bodies. Yes, and again, that's something I. Mm-hmm. was not good at. Mm-hmm. And over time, I've learned and gotten better. I think the biggest aha moment for me was when I started using the sauna mm. and that I needed to hydrate. Hydrate, yeah. Because I think one of the first or second times I used a sauna in in the recent times, and I felt horrible afterwards. Because mm-hmm. you were so dehydrated? Yeah. yeah. You know, I had a headache and, mm-hmm. you know, on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And so I realized, okay, that that's not right. And that's because what you did, not because what the sauna did. Yes. And that and that's when I found also not only about, you know, why I should hydrate, but also using electrolytes to help even more in the value of those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, finding, again, a product that's not sugars and, and things like that. And we really paid attention mm-hmm. and we you know, went with Element because we felt yeah. at the time and still do, it's one of the better products mm-hmm. um, because of what they put in it. And so those two things, and, and so that really put in for me is I need to hydrate. And I can tell quite a bit of difference, you know, really hydrating myself on a mm-hmm. daily basis. I feel, I feel like it affects my joints and I'm, you know, my joints are way better. Mm-hmm. Um, affects my skin and and just a bunch of different things. Yeah, you your know. sleep. Our sleep. Everything, yeah, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you know, our digestive system. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I, again, I think that's something that we all tend to kind of put on the side mm-hmm. and it's really important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then with that, we even tried something new at the beginning of the year. Um, we got the hydrogen water bottles. <laughs> let you talk about that. <laughs> I still don't know. Well, I mean, basically we're adding hydrogen, <laughs> increasing the hydrogen in the water, which has a few things of benefits, it, um, anti-inflammatory. Okay. Um, I heard and, anti-aging, and so I yeah, guess it's me <laughs> Anyway, anti-inflammatory, I mean, we're all trying to reduce inflammation. Yeah. And so anything we can do, and it's our foods too. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything we talked about today, mm-hmm. all those foods and why we're sourcing those, they minimize our inflammation. inflammation. Mm-hmm. And wow, what a difference. Yeah. Which is our body's response to something yeah. isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so putting the hydrogen-infused waters, you know, again, infl- helps with inflammation. Mm-hmm. It's an antioxidant. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it helps with our skin, mm-hmm. um, in anti-aging. Mm-hmm. There's also um, an increase in our immune system, mm-hmm. help with that. And I think there's a few other things. But it, again, if we're going to consume water and we can do a little bit, something just to increase a little bit, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. You know, oh, the other one I want to bring up, it helps us absorb our nutrients. Our nutrients, that's right. Better. Yeah. And so I use it quite a bit with my, especially when I'm taking my supplements. Mm-hmm. And I'm making sure I'm drinking it with that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, even my um, AG1 that I take daily, Athletic Greens, I typically now I'm using the hydrogen water with that so that I'm absorbing those yeah. minerals and nutrients better. Nice. And so I, again, we're, I don't know exactly how it's changed for us, but, you know, we're really in a small window right now in terms of using it, you know, since the beginning of the year. Oh, the hydrogen water, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we don't. Yeah, it's been maybe a month, if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Barely. Yeah. And I do feel more hydrated with Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. I know that I go to the bathroom a lot more with it. I don't know what it is, but that hydrogen makes me go to the bathroom a lot. (laughs) It's kind of annoying sometimes. I think that's one of the most frustrating things with me about hydrating Mm -hmm. is you got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for that, I would be all in. It's not, if you're home, it's fine, but it's when you got to get in the car or you're yes. traveling and things yeah. like that. And it's like, the bathroom's not always there. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, it's a little bit challenging there. Yeah. Well, try being a girl. Well. <laughs> and then I think unless you have another I thought, you know, one of the other things that we're looking at also is our, um, you know, we're talking about consumables right now mm-hmm. is our clothing. Yes. And. Mm-hmm. You know, I have this, you know, whatever you want to call it, vision or whatever, is that I want to look at clothes and buy certain things that are going to last, Mm -hmm. you know, that are timeless in terms of fashion. Mm -hmm. And if I can, made in the USA. Yeah. Um, And I think the other thing is just... Natural fibers. Natural fibers. that's a big one for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the quality over quantity. Yeah, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I would love to, you know, we I reduced my closet quite a bit mm-hmm. um, beginning of the year for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Um, one, because it like Because <laughs> he has shirts in there from well, college. Well, but even that, you know, I mean, <laughs> gratefully, I lost a, a ton of weight and mm-hmm. those clothes don't fit anymore. Yes. So it was easy yeah. to, to remove them. Yeah. Even yeah. though I was kind of nervous too, because what happens when I gain all my weight back? Yeah. Well, that's, another, <clears throat> that's another show. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, I... I see myself really, again, tightening that window up mm-hmm. even more. Yeah, absolutely. And just getting, you know, some really key pieces mm-hmm. that, are, again, are timeless in fashion, yeah. made in the USA, and are going to last. Yeah. Shoes are tough um, because of, because of. Yeah. Um, again, there's people sourcing, making shoes in the USA. Mm-hmm. And so there is people out there yes. that are looking at that, mm-hmm. especially like Josh. So I'm like, mm-hmm. Josh, mm-hmm. he's looking at that. And so there's still that available to us. The challenge with all of that, you know, especially when we say main USA, is the price point goes mm-hmm. up. Ratchets up. But, but I mean, if you consider. But that, but my yeah. point is, is that I'm going to buy less. Yes. And I'm not going to be consuming mm-hmm. annually or mm-hmm you know, monthly or whatever that looks like yes. in terms of clothing, mm-hmm. that it's okay to spend a little bit more. Yes. I mean, right? at the end of the day, it might end up being a wash. I mean, no pun intended, but... I think, it, know, I, think yeah. it'll be, I actually think it'll be less. Yeah, it could be. Day. I'd be curious to see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are certain... Not that we're th- big consumers. Right. There are is, things but. that are hard in that space to really look at something that's going to last. Yes. But you can pay attention. You can pay attention. And, and really look at it. I think that's just what it is, is paying attention. Yeah, having mm-hmm. awareness, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. willing to, to look at options, mm-hmm. and not just take the first thing that you see on the screen. Yes. And even that, sometimes those are good cues for us. Mm-hmm. Advertising, you know, it, it could be, you know, the, the black empire, the dark empire, but also I think it, also tells us, hey, there's these products, and you go, hmm, I do consume those products, mm-hmm. that type of product, whatever that is. Is there other things out there that I could be looking at? Mm-hmm. And so it does kind of goose us a little bit yeah. to look and cue us mm-hmm. a little, um, to see are there options. Yeah. Or even at the same time, how bad do I really need that? 
Is it worth my time, my efforts, you know, my resources to put into this? You know what I mean? It's, I think it's, uh, I think it's that too. Well, yeah. I mean, we you don't know? have all yeah. the time in the world to look up yeah. everything. And, yeah. And you so, know. you know, how bad do I need this? Is another question to ask. But, um, yeah. So in, in summary, we've really, as a household, have paid attention mm -hmm. to what comes in our house and how we live with, you know, lower mm -hmm. toxicity. Mm -hmm. We did talk about air quality a little bit. Um, that's another yeah. important that's subject. And, you EMF, know, that oh, whole yeah. fun thing. <laughs> EMF, yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about it real quick. Um, yeah. So in terms of air quality, we, we like to have plants in our house mm -hmm. um, to help yeah. reduce yeah. And, and, and increase Purify. our air purifier mm -hmm. air. And they look good too. They look good. So um, there's nothing wrong with a little green in your house, mm -hmm. to say at least. Yeah. And then you talk about EMFs. Mm -hmm. That was a big one for me when I got diagnosed. That I just felt like the world just like it's almost like it's, this giant neon sign, like the you know, it's like <laughs> that um, Seinfeld with Kramer. Yes. Right. <laughs> the chicken. Yeah. yeah. And that red glow. <laughs> I felt like the world was that red glow. Yeah, to me. yeah. And I it it really. It scared me, mm -hmm. and I was on that big rampage. And you know, some people know I wear a, a medallion, an EMF medallion, a block EMFs mm -hmm. on your phone. I have a blocker on my phone. Mm -hmm. I had one on my when I wore the the watch. I had one there, mm -hmm. and I'd like to get other EMF blockers mm -hmm. for our house. But again, it's a it's a financial thing. Yeah. It's affordability, nice. and you know, these are I got these products from Germany. Mm -hmm. um, because it, again, looking at what it does and again, word of mouth and, and hearing from others and mm -hmm. understanding the product because it's again, you're in some way you're buying this product. You have no idea what it does. Yeah. And so you have to discern and look at who's buying it and, and have a better understanding and hopefully someone smarter than me, mm -hmm. um, because I am not the smartest <laughs> one. And I, I always tell people if I am the smartest one in the room, I am absolutely scared mm. and want to leave like i just want i'm pulling my chute you know I, and it just won't go mm -hmm. but yeah um there's a lot more smarter people out there that can help us with that mm -hmm. and i think that's the other thing too is encourage people to to seek those smart people mm -hmm. and understand what they know mm -hmm. there's some amazing scientists and biologists out there mm -hmm. all over homeschool moms I homeschool moms. <laughs> social media mm -hmm. that um have done research and understand the information and mm -hmm. can help break it down into a much more consumable yeah. understanding. I think that's, what's just pretty amazing out there is that we can be negative about the access to information or we can, you know, take a positive spin on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just grateful again, that there's smart people out there willing to share mm -hmm. their information. Yeah. And I, think it's not, I mean, it's just well-researched. You know, I I don't think you have to be smart. Right. You know, it's just you've put in the time and right. and and exhausted your resources, whatever, in a certain subject. Well, and then you, you look know? at these people and, yeah. too. Are like, are you just saying this stuff to to put money or like money in your mm -hmm. pockets, or is this something you really believe in? Mm -hmm. And it's your lifestyle. Yes. And you've, again, that's why I want to share. And what, I think you can tell the person who believes in it and someone who's just making money from it. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the, well, most of the time. Yeah. 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 But again, I yeah. think, you know, for me, um, it's how do we look at this stuff? What does it mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they've made mistakes too. Mm -hmm. and, and they've shared them. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's another important thing to share is that. Um, the smart people. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important too, especially in this world where we just think, you know, what we're doing is always right. And, you know, for me, this podcast, this platform is to, to bring these smart people to the table that can share with others. You're saying I'm a smart person? Um, yeah, I kind of I think so <laughs> in an indirect way. I have a, I have a history. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've, you've taught me a lot of years <laughs> and I want to thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Because I probably haven't thanked you enough. But I really appreciate it. Yeah. And you've been an amazing partner in this. Um, we've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to keep learning. Mm -hmm. And there's one thing I could say. And it's, uh, again, I'm 
I wasn't like this maybe two years ago, but I look forward to aging because I have a path now. Mm -hmm. I have a vision of what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And um, that's important. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for others to, to get their, you know, create their own vision mm -hmm. and what that looks like. And I encourage others to find their vision, yeah. find it and, and then look, try to figure it out. Yeah. And, and at least you have a path to move forward with. And, you know, are you going to make mistakes? Yes. Mm -hmm. Are you going to fail? Yes. Mm -hmm. But you still have that vision. You can st still move forward. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. I thought of the word for Veda, the land that they're on, conserve or preserved open space. Yeah. That's what they are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Mm -hmm. Take care. I look forward to this ride and encourage you to come along. Hold on.